We're back with Talking Business. It's not Thursday morning. How you doing, George? Good. Monday lunch. Is that right? Just after lunch, yeah. A little bit different. I was just saying it feels different. We're in a different room. Yeah, we're in a different Days, room. Days, I'm used to doing this before work. So yeah. I'm kind of like getting get to the to the office and then we start. This feels a bit different because I've already started my day and now I'm doing this in the middle of my day. But like I was just saying, I'm glad that we're doing this because I've committed to it. Yeah, once a week and I was just saying that I'd have easily like not done this um, yeah, yeah. because I'm away on Thursday but instead we've like moved it here we're doing it now making sure it happens we're committed to this mate we're committed I'm enjoying it so far are you? I was yeah. going to ask how, you, how have you been finding this is what the fourth episode we've done yeah this is how the fourth you, how are you finding it? yeah it's good I'm taking on a bit more pressure today because you've, oh, you've you've had a bit of input but uh, I'm dictating what's actually been uh, talked about I think in every episode before this, I've kind of given a bit of a headline and a few thoughts and then kind of maybe a few questions to to give us a bit of an idea of what to talk about. Whereas for this one, I've got no idea what we're about to talk about. I've left it completely to Scotty. So there's a little bit of pressure, yeah. but I quite I'll, like it as well. Oh, I want to talk about you being a boss, basically, or what it feels like to like be a good boss. Or, well, or uh, a bad w- boss. W- yeah, or a bad <laughs> boss. We'll find out at the end of this, I guess. Um, but no, to find out basically what kind of thought process you go through. Mm-hmm. Initially, I just wanted to kind of know, like, how self-conscious are you of like bossing as a verb? How self-conscious am I of bossing? I think, mate, you've knocked me already. One I'm question straight, in. Straight one question in. No forward. script. I'm knocked. I'm knocked. Yeah. The podcast has gone silent. <laughs> Volume's gone. Dead air, dead air, dead air. Dead. Fill it, fill it, fill it. Um, how self-conscious? Yeah, it's something I think about all the time. Some, something I'm consciously... It's not like I'm thinking I need to be a boss, mm. but I'm conscious that I am in my role, a manager, leader, responsible for the people. It's something that I don't lie awake at night, but a lot of my thought, a lot of my thinking is about other people and how I show up for other people so like are you would you feel like if let, let's say one of us just somebody in the sanctus team just stopped like doing work they were clearly underperforming they were doing rubbish mm. do you take that personally i think the first thing i think about is what have i done yeah okay yeah, yeah. me and james both think like that. maybe james even more really uh, i think he's taught me not taught me but i think my first response sometimes is how can i how can i encourage that person to 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 perform so mm. let's say somebody isn't performing or is kind of like not quite at their best my initial gut is kind of how can i help them be their best mm. whereas james has taught me a little bit more like hold on first before we do that is there anything we can do is there anything that we can change or think about before we go straight into what can that person do and yeah, I think it's something I'm learning, to be honest. Because I find it quite... Because obviously, like, this, coming to Sanctus is my first job since uh, leaving uni. And when I came in, obviously, I have kind of perceptions of what uh, a workplace is going to be like. Um, but, but it's the same with, like, everyone I know. Like, everyone's working for... Like, everyone's under pressure and is constantly feeling scrutinised. Um, and it, like they'd feel like they're underperforming. Like I especially know one person that is like constantly like I'm underperforming. I'm underperforming. I'm underperforming. Yeah. Um, which was why when I first came here, like you're 
like your mantra, I suppose, is more like you're building a team um, rather than like you're hiring grunts, I suppose. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think I one of the things that you're lucky to do when you... I'm in the position where I can choose who I work with almost. So I get the chance to be like, one, I really want to spend a lot of time with you because I'm going to spend more time working with you, Scotty, than my girlfriend, than my mum and dad, than yeah. my family. So I've got to first of all be like, okay, I really want to work with them and I really like them. And then secondly, I want, whether they're there or not yet, like in you, for example, I knew like this is your first job and you're, you're fresh to this, to this world. But I see so, when I first met you, saw so much ambition to, for wanting more and wanting to be better. And I love that. I think in, when I think about that, I want people that have that, a bit of that ambition because then they grow into it and take it on and do mm. it better than I could ever do rather than me kind of telling you what, what to, to do every yeah. day. Actually, I'd rather bring people in that I, I really like and bring people in that I can see doing it much better than me. Even if it's like, a, even if they, after a, a year, they still need a bit of that work. I still see long-term that they'll take it on. Some people like you, you take it on really quickly and it becomes yours straight away. So, or very early on. So, so yeah, what? I think that's always been, yeah, I, I think I, that's, that's something I've never really thought about. It just become it's just natural. So what was the point then you knew you were like, cause I, cause I remember my hiring process, I think all <laughs> the, all the Sanctus team's hiring process was slightly, slightly different, different, but like, yeah. Um, mine was kind of in stages because you weren't there for the first because I did two day trial then a two week trial yeah. uh, and then at the end of the two weeks um, you offered me the job uh, but you weren't there for the first two days and then I don't you weren't there for the first week of my two week trial I so know. I've actually I've got my laptop here so let me just two seconds just maybe do a bit of fill time what? I was looking I was searching for something literally this morning before I knew we were going to talk about this and I found I was looking for JMS passport for some reason Typed in James's passport. <laughs> it's for something like absolutely fine. It's not, I'm not doing anything dodgy <laughs> with that. <laughs> and it came up with Scott Piggott films at Outlook.com. So you're originally. Oh, yeah, my Sorry, maybe I shouldn't have shared that one. Yeah. Anyway, this is your initial email. And I was actually away from the office at this point. Oh, did you see this? Yeah, yeah, because it was from Scott to James and, and to James, and then James forwarded it on to me. I was quite scared. Hey, James, <laughs> this is your email. But this is this is Scott's, just for everyone. This is Scott's initial email to us both. Oh, hey, James, hope you're well. My brother Sam just put us in contact regarding a place at Sanctus creating content. I just want to email to introduce myself. I'm a film and short form director writer that's recently graduated from the University of Gloucestershire studying film production. I'd be really interested to know more about the role and Sanctus as a company. Uh, Sam messaged me earlier. I've been searching around your website. It seems right up my alley. Right. <laughs> I'm very passionate about the subject of mental health. And being honest, I've been reaching the end of my days as a student. This is the first thing that, that has emerged that I feel excited about. I'm sure you want to know about more, more about me and what I've done. And then you kind of send a few links of what, what you've done and what you've created. And then you kind of go into like, I understand narrative content is probably less what you're looking for. I have a lot of experience doing filmmaking. Last year, I challenged myself to try and make a viral video. I did this, gained around 60 million views. Scotty, that's big. So straight away, I'm reading this like, bang, bang, bang. Uh, and then you say, I'm quite adaptable. Other than this, I'd love a quick phone call to talk about the position and get to, to give you an idea, more of an idea of who I am. Anyway, that's the email. And I James has forwarded it on to me, Scotty. And I've emailed back, just put in, this is literally my email. Awesome. <laughs> love his initial email. Let's, how, let's get him in, see where he gets on in a week and see where he fits in. If he's handy in Photoshop and has an eye for design, <laughs> he seems very promising. 
if we like him, when I get back, we'll get him in again. I'll meet him and we'll get him in. GB. Done. I was really nervous listening back to that. That, was, that was a long, that was, <laughs> that was about 14 months ago. That. Sorry, that was, yeah, so that was what? Yeah, 14 months ago. I can't believe that. That's so weird. And yeah, to give context on you, when, when somebody sends an email like that, that's really thoughtful, you've clearly, you've clearly taken time to-, to oh, I spent a while How long did you spend on that email? I can't remember. I think, because I remember I was in my uni library, um, because uh, I've not actually left uni technically at that point. Really? Um, well, I think, I think I'd finished or handed something in, but I'd not actually left. Um, and I was in my library, and because in the last few, few days, like, I, I was aware I was going home, uh, and I didn't really want to stay at home for a while, so I, I was kind of in the last week, and it, it wasn't the best kind of search for jobs, because I was like, I wanted to do something you know, that actually interested me. And I didn't really just want to go straight into a job where I was going to be dull and I knew I was going to quit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so th- this is when, like, this opportunity, or I saw the opportunity came up, and it was, like, the first thing that I was like, oh, actually, no, this could this could be it. Um, and you were genuinely, like, that came across in the email. Like, it wasn't, there was no bullshit in that email. It was, like, genuinely, no, yeah. this is the first opportunity that I feel excited about. It was, because, like, everything else just seemed a bit, like, Mm. It just seemed flat and didn't seem any potential. And what's really funny about that, we'd met and been introduced to quite a few other content creators. Yeah, I, I don't actually know this story about this. And yeah, we've never talked about this. And we didn't feel like anyone was, people were capable and mm. technical, but people weren't excited. People weren't, people weren't like, this is definitely something that where I want to be and this definitely resonates. And bearing in mind, mate, I haven't met you at this point. All you've done is send an email <laughs> and already in my head against the other, however many creators we've spoken to, you're top because I just really like this email, the tone, it feels genuine and I could feel the passion coming through. And then with you, I think because of the way we did it, didn't you have like a two week kind of trial? Yeah, I had, I had a two day trial and I remember thinking at the end two of Two day trial. The well, I, I had a two day and it was just me and James. Um, and this was a long time ago in Sanctus, mm. so it's very mm. different to how it is now. Um, but like, uh, I think I think I I understood at the end of those two days that it just wasn't like it wasn't enough time to have really proven because like it's, it's all about consistent content really um, and the content behind the scenes not necessarily what's going out like on social it's about everything else um, and so two I think I knew two days didn't prove it so I wasn't expecting like an offer but then James said come back in for two weeks and I was like yeah 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 I get that um, and I came back in for two weeks and then. And then you came in a week later. But I remember the first time you were nervous about meeting me because I'd been... Ha- yeah, I, I didn't know. I was this elusive. Yeah, I, I hadn't been in the office. So you'd yeah. heard about me, but hadn't met me. Yeah, because I didn't know what to expect at all. Because um, I don't know. I mean, because you were like the like the, the boss in, in, and like James was like, I, I guess more like a collaborative and like n- nothing was being given off because like at the end of the day, like you, you were the person that had to like, it was the yes or no. Um, and so like, in my head, I heard the words boss and I was expecting like somebody to come in and just be like, right, show me what you got. And I, and it was nervous. I was nervous. For it. Um, but it, it wasn't quite as nerve wracking in the end when you did actually come in. Um, it was quite calming. Good. And then we had, we had that because I, I think we've talked about this being like the moment you were like, yeah, I, I've decided now. It was like, I can't remember when it was in the two weeks, but like we had. Um, yeah, what, so I, I remember, so basically Scotty had impressed in, in his first couple of weeks, you'd you'd impressed us because not only 
everything you'd said in your email was was true you were super excited to be there you're passionate i remember like just pure hours that you wanted to do in the office in those couple of weeks and the stuff you were creating you were just you even following up to this email you'd sent like a kind of plan for what you'd do yeah, in your yeah. two weeks which again i loved um but the thing that i wasn't sure about was like going back to our first point i want people that come here and and can see their life and where they're going and, and see sanctus as a place where they can grow into that and and it aligns with where they want to be in life. Mm. And I remember basically, I, me and JMO behind, behind the scenes, I was like, I really like him. He's quality, but he wants to be a filmmaker. So why is he coming to work for a mental health startup? And I basically, somehow, I didn't even mean to do this, but it was in the kind of last few days of your yeah, five two week trial. And we kind of ended up recording something in one of the meeting rooms. And then me and you just had to sit down. And I basically just said that to your face. I was just like, mate, I just don't, I really want to know like, why are you here? Mm. You know, what, you want to be a film director. Like that's your, that's your thing. And I don't know if you remember that chat, but. I, I, I remember it quite well. Yeah. Um, it wasn't a, gr it wasn't a grilling. It wasn't like I was. No, I think it was about, it was quite a long chat, but then towards, I, I think it was in the last 10 minutes. or so it must've been like 40 minutes or so in the last 10 minutes. I was like, this is, this is an interview. <laughs> like, yeah. You literally called me out. You're like, hold on. Is this an interview? <laughs> and I, I was a bit like, shit, I think it, I think I've just interviewed you. Uh, but I needed to hear from you why you're here, you know? Mm. Why do you want to be here? How does this fit in with your life? Because I want this to be a place where you get to where you want to be. And I think that you literally, you you know, you, you didn't even talk me around. It was pure from the heart. It was honest. It was, I want to create things that matter. I want to produce videos and, and create films that are meaningful and have impact. Is there anything more meaningful and impactful than changes the perception of mental health and for me to say you're even selfish you're like selfishly i want to be known as the person that's created the brand and the content that changes the perception of, mm. of, of mental health and one day that might set me up to be a film director if i'm recognized as that person and honestly as soon as you said that i was literally done i was like wow we're on this. i get it like even if you're here for three years four years five years however long if we can help you get there and you can help us get get there yeah, it, it's aligned. It needed to be aligned. And I literally went out of that meeting room and I don't think you know this, but I just, I can't remember how I communicated it to Jamie, but I was like, he's in, done. Because <laughs> I, 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 I think even though like I wouldn't say I, from my side, I was, um, I mean, I, I was nervous about getting a job because I didn't want to, I, I don't like the idea of like nine to five and not liking what you do. Um, even at my age, which I know is like an ungrateful thing to say, because like a lot of people leave uni and are just grateful to get any job, mm. let alone like a, a good one. Mm. Um, so I remember that conversation for me being like, I, I, after it, I was like, I think, I mean, if they don't if they don't hire me now, then it's for it's for the best, because I think uh, like I, I got the sense that there was like you understood why I thought it was a good opportunity for me and not just a, a job. Mm. Um, and so it, it felt good from like it felt good from both sides, and then I can't remember when it was. A few days later, yeah, yeah, um, we sent you an offer. And did you feel weird being that honest with me? Almost basically saying, like, to be honest, I'm, I'll see myself at Saints for a long time, but maybe not forever. Did that mm. feel weird having to say that to me? Um, I, I think it was good because I didn't feel the feel the need to lie, the feel the need to go. I'm gonna have to lie to get this job just so I can get a job. I felt like these guys are honest with me. I'm going to be honest with them. Um, and I, it felt at that kind of point, if they don't, if they don't like want that, 
that's fair enough. There's a, there's a good enough reason for them not to want me. Um, and I can't really do anything about that. Um, and like you say, if it's, if it's not, if you put it all up on the line and you're honest and it's not right, then actually hands up. It's yeah. Not the right place. I mean, like, I, I, I mean, there was many ways it could have gone, but like, it was largely from my, the atmosphere I entered was like completely honest. There was, there was never any bullshit about it. Um, it's like, this is where we are. Um, this is what we want. Um, li- literally, like, there, was, there was no like skirting around from any From edge. the very start, yeah, it, meeting James, it was com- to talk to me, yeah. It was completely honest. If someone was mm-hmm. honest to you, you're gonna be honest back to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of gather like whatever, what, however somebody's been hired, um, at Sanctus, that's kind of the common line. It's down to honesty. 100%. And that's what's, that's so true. When I think about it, that's actually, do you know what we've been almost, without thinking about it, that's what we've been looking for just in people. Just, just no bullshit. Just give us it all, you know? Like, what don't you like about what we're doing? What do you think's good? What do you think's bad? Um, yeah, like with, uh, we've just brought on Zoe. Mm. I'm sure she won't mind sharing this, but there was a few things that I wasn't sure we'd met her a couple of times and we weren't sure on so I just called her and just said look literally after the second interview or third interview I still had to call her and just say look so to be honest we really really like you but there's still a few things I really want to just get off my chest and talk about and and just you know it's not there's no right or wrong I just want to hear what you think and I think for her we'll have to get Zoe on on this at some point because I think for her, it was strange as well. It was a similar, basically, I had a similar conversation with Zoe that I had with you 14 mm. months ago, which is just a really upfront, honest conversation. And actually, she was super honest back. And again, straight away, I was like, I can see myself work with her. Like, if she's going to, if we're going to, that's the kind of level of honesty we're going to have before we even work together. Imagine how uh, good a relationship we can have working together. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, I'd never really thought about that. I think a lot of times people think hiring's about your CV. Yeah, your I'm, experience, your background, your degree, and actually, I honestly think number one for us is is what you just said. I think from from like my perspective, it's I find it crazy. Like, like you've not even acknowledged the the, the honesty you put in. Like f- since the start of this recording, you've acknowledged the fact that you're self conscious about how you are as a boss. You know, you, you'd put like you'd probably fault yourself before you fault your employees. Um, and the fact that you'd, you'd be willing, like if somebody, if you put two people side by side and one has done amazing, like is like the most talented person in the world, but they're a dickhead and they're, they're just live for success, mm. you, you wouldn't hire them. Mm. Um, and it would just be the honest, the, well, the honest way is the, the only way. Definitely. Definitely. I don't know where that's come from either. I think. I just came out of nowhere though. <laughs> yeah, that, that was fire, but I don't know where, it's not like me and James have sat down and been, this no. is what I mean, I've just clicked by you tell, telling me. It's not like we've sat down and gone, right, we're going to rate people on honesty. Yeah. yeah. It, to be honest, sometimes it's, a lot of it's a gut feel. A lot of it's a gut feel. Like, I didn't even look at your CV. I can't even remember it. Uh, I can't remember anyone's. I didn't, and I know that's bad. I know you probably meant to. I, I just get a good feel, you know? Like, there's certain things that I remember. 60 you made a video that got 60 million hits. To be honest, it's not even about the 60 million. If you had made a video that got half a million hits and you weren't meant to be doing that during your degree, I'd be like, why is that kid doing that when he should be doing his degree? That's cool. That's in, he's got something about him. Uh, like Zoe left her job with no plan and wanted to just, she just knew that it wasn't right and she didn't really have a plan, but she knew she couldn't work there anymore. And that was that. 
again, I remember that. I don't remember, really remember the details of the CV and the years and the degree and qualifications. It's just moments that define people and are memorable. And I think when you talk about like that video that you created at uni that got that went mm. viral, that was a big moment in your life and you worked hard for that and you created it. So when you talk about it, it comes from a place of, I'm pointing up my heart and gut here <laughs> during this podcast, but yeah, it comes from a real pure pe place of passion and realness. Mm. And they're the things that stick, that kind of shine, shine through. Yeah, because um, I mean, if I feel like I'm gonna title the podcast now of Am I a good boss? And obviously, from your your perspective, um, but like, if you, if you think of it from like the the points of view of like, so every month we have like, um, well, it's me, you, and JMO have um, like meetings, hmm. um, like a one to one catch up. Yeah, yeah. and every yeah. person I know, like they those meetings are about like they're basically performance reviews or or they're um, like how are you feeling um, and it's but it's primarily about the employee's performance mm. um, and that's not saying these aren't about that but there's also the the opportunity in those to criticize you mm. to criticize you and Jamo and be like I'm feeling this from you mm. um, and like like obviously they're not like faults they're like uh, they're not like this is a huge thing but like obviously people have traits that affect something in some way um, and so, like opening up the opportunity to to be criticised and not be offended um, from for everyone in the business um, is just it, is it, to me it's it's bizarre, um, and I, I I kind of hope like <laughs> I just go in the sanctus finishes I do go straight to being a film director because that way <laughs> I'll never have a boss. That's well, true. No, that's that's not, true. That's completely not necessarily true. No, but you true. know what I mean, like. Um, it won't be it won't be the conventional sense. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, doing. I think it just comes from like a last experience of the last business and the, the kind of manager I was there was constantly trying to pretend I had all the answers and constantly acting like I knew what I was doing. And I think it was so tiring doing that as yeah. a manager and a leader. It's so tiring putting this front on of I know what I'm doing. That actually this time. I think we've just let our guard down and been like, look guys, you know we're not that, we're young. You know this is the only the second business we've really properly ran. We've never built a business this big before. There's no point in lying to the team. So we might as well be honest. And we can only, if I don't let you tell me how I can be better, I will assume that I'm doing a great job. Yeah, yeah. I'll assume that like, well, obviously Scotty seems really happy with me. So I must be managing him well. So unless you told me, mate, I need, I need you to listen to me more or I need you and whatever you say, I, I don't know you're thinking it unless you tell me. I must admit, um, I, I didn't, re I thought that would be really easy for people to, to give like me a feedback. Yeah. But I, th I don't know how you feel, but I think it's not easy. It no. has been weird and hard for people to directly say to me like, George, you're too much sometimes or whatever they want, yeah, yeah. Or whatever they think about me. Well, it's not easy because like you're, even from the sense of like it being a personal attack on somebody, like you, you never want to criticize somebody in that sense. It's true. Um, but like the more you open up, the more they come forward. And like there've been there've been plenty of things that have happened like since I've been here. Like, I'm like not major things, but like um, there've been plenty of things that we've kind of we've brought up as a, a as a, this is happening or whatever it is. I'm trying to think of a specific example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but like. And we've changed because people told yeah, us. Yeah, and that happens and that changes. Mm. Um, I, can, I can think of no, quite No, me a few neither. We'll have to come. I think... Uh, I feel like... Lo and, and it comes out in different ways. So we did, you know, one-to-ones. Yeah. To be honest, it comes out 
at lunch you know me and you might yeah. have a chat and you'll say something that it doesn't doesn't necessarily need to be in like a one-to-one it's like a really informal chat but you're quite honest with me about how you don't think something you feel like something could be done better mm. and you 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 don't feel you feel like you can tell me that and i'm not going to jump to the on the defense and be like well you know you're wrong this is how we're going to do it because this is what i think and i think i've had to work on that to be honest it is i've had to let my guard down and tell myself george like i think i used to be scared basically that if I didn't show you that I know all the answers, that yeah. you would be, you would trust me, yeah, and yeah. you would feel unsafe. And for some reason, I don't want you to think, but I feel the more open and honest and real I'm with you, to be honest, the more you step up and help me. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. Do you feel less safe with me basically telling you like? To be honest, I, I haven't got the answer to that question. I'm not sure the best way to do that. No, because then it's like working through it and it just feels more collaborative overall i because my question for you now is how does that translate to the future of not just sanctus but any business because like i feel like it's it's quite all well and good to say at the start of a startup mm. like we're good we're going to be honest um and yeah. we're going to be like we don't have all the answers but what like let's say sanctus is a 400 person business and you're at the top um and somebody at the bottom has a has a problem with you mm. um how, how does that translate to then i think we we are you're right we're lucky because this is this is honesty has become like one of our core values from day one so it's part of the culture now a team of 30 40 however big we are hopefully that will continue i think we'll have to work even harder at mm -hmm. it because right now it's around one table people can talk once you've got a bigger team maybe different offices remote you've got to make sure that people can still feel the same feeling that you feel like you can talk to me like this mm. i want everybody to feel like they can talk to me on this level like for example, I read the star. I'm reading the Starbucks C, um, story at the minute, and the CEO from day one, he or from very early on, he had this thing called mission review. So they had the mission statement, and then people could feedback on how they're doing against their mission statement. So if they felt like a decision had been made or things were happening that were against the mission statement, they could send that in as a on a on a little card as an employee and as, even in a store. And apparently, I don't know if this is true, but apparently they still do that today. And he still reads that report every month of curated people's reviews and feedback, employees' feedback. And I just think we're going to have to work hard mm. to, to do something like that. I think as what must be really hard is as a company that's already established. To So let's say a, a leader or someone in my position in a bigger business that's been going for 10 years, they've never ran it that way with honesty. So imagine... Imagine if the CEO in that business suddenly has a, let's say best case scenario, listens to this and goes, hold on a minute, I'd love to be more honest and real with my team. The work they'll have to do to un, yeah, to undo. change the culture is really hard. But ultimately, I think at some point they have to start doing that hard work, which starts with like... Because it crumbles, doesn't it? Like, well, it will change. It, is, it will 100% change. Some people won't like it. Some mm. people won't be used to it. Some people will love it. And I think it just starts with like whoever the, the me is, whoever the leader in that business is, they have to be the ones to hold their hand up in a team meeting and go, team, I want to change the way I'm being with you guys. Actually, do you know what? I'm feeling like this and, and this isn't right and I want to change it. But it's hard. I, I, yeah. I, 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 it's not necessarily efficient from what, or not necessarily inefficient, but you know what I mean? Like, because like... So short term, like yeah. I know that will be really, really hard. But long term, yeah, it will play out. I think long term, people won't be happy. I can't imagine people 
yeah, being happy in a in an environment culture like that, maybe they are. Long term, I think like maybe people will leave. So I think long term, if if there's a bit of like a if honesty isn't a core value there, I, I can't see the business working out like long term. You can get away with it short term. Mm. Do you think that? Do you think that's like? I think it's a short term strategy. I think like do you think businesses like even from like 50 years ago that like mm. that have been around for ages mm. they were founded on honesty or do you reckon it's just what is relevant now no i do think i think it, no i think it's when i read i'm reading i've started reading like books patagonia nike mm. i'm trying to understand how these big, big brands got built and i don't know whether they're like just sales books so trust and honesty is something that yeah. the founder of patagonia writes in this book but I just think when you go into a Patagonia store, when you go to a Starbucks, the culture, it's a great feeling. So the management of that store must be pretty good. Yeah. And the, their managers must be pretty good all the way top to Howard, the CEO. And I just think it shows in the, in the, great, in the greatest companies, the ones where you really feel good when you experience them or interact with them, that comes from very deep, deep, deep mm. within the company they have a great culture, whether it's trust, honesty, and it starts at the very start. It starts at where we're at now, mate. We're, we're a really small company. The way we act and operate will define how we run in, in 10 years. I'm so sure of it. Mm. Um, and what's weird is I haven't really thought about it. I'm just trying to, I didn't think, oh, let's rank our new hires on honesty. <laughs> I just thought, it, my gut was like, that feels like the right thing to do. I think that's a good point to wrap things up. <laughs> honesty. Honesty seems to be the uh, the message of the day. I l yeah, I, honestly, mate, we need to keep... I, I love that me and you have never talked about this and, and we've chosen to I, do it live so, on this podcast. I got so nervous when you read out the email. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. No, this I love what, it. I, I can't believe that like happened. Like, it was so, <laughs> so weird and coincidental. Um, no, it's good. I'm glad. It's bizarre, but not bad. Amazing, mate. 14 months on, you're still here. Yeah, just about. <laughs> All right. Legend, mate. See you um see everyone next week. Boom.